Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! So, um, it's today is Thursday, uh, February 10th, 2022. It's 11.32 a.m., and it is a sunny but cool, sunny and crisp, beautiful Central Florida day. Uh, no disappointment with the weather in Florida. Even though there's like a couple of rainy days here and there and it sometimes it get kind of gloomy. It, the, when it's good, it's really, really good. So anyway, and the, the wet makes it beautiful when it's, you know, not wet. So um, that's how the weather is. And I don't really dig talking about the weather. So what's up with the world today? Okay, Joe Biden. You are listening to. Dave Fremlin show. Wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time. Yeah. To boot it up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? The president. Or, well, the dictator of the United States giving out crack pipes to crack addicts across America. $30 million worth. Uh, can it get any worse? I mean, I don't even want to ask the question. I have never heard, and nobody in the world, in fact, maybe since the Roman Empire, has anyone ever seen such bungling and moronic uh like purposeful complete disintegration of a, of a country of an empire whatever you want to call it it's it's amazingly horrifying and every day there's like some i can't even understand the level and you know some people will say incompetence or malfeasance whatever you whichever category you want i mean it's so i can't at some point, you go, okay, this person is incompetent. And then at another point, you go, this can't be incompetence. This has to be, like, planned. And then at another point, you go, nobody could plan to be this incompetent. So it has to be, like, just complete incompetence. And so I don't know whether I stand on the side of malfeasance or incompetence but or a combination of both. But it is amazing. But here is why. Jeez. Here is, I don't even know why I have to even say this. Here is why you should not distribute crack pipes or meth pipes to addicts. First of all, what you should be, what they should spend that $30 million on is sending people into recovery homes. You know what I mean? Like instead of increasing the problem, people who are on meth or on crack, you give them a, an easier way to use it is not going to incentivize them to quit, period. What incentivizes people to quit using drugs, and I can speak from my own personal experience, what incentivizes people to quit using drugs is when they, when the level of discomfort becomes unbearable. And so... Um, and some people will just keep on using drugs even then. 
because the part of the drug that the the part of the brain that the drug affects is not susceptible to the 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 reason it's called addiction. Here's what happens with addiction. This is science, okay? What happens with addiction is a drug is introduced into an otherwise new arena. Okay, so let's say it's the first time you've used drugs. In my belief, people can get addicted on the first try. In, in, in the experiences that I've witnessed or that I can talk about, I would say that it also can come on over the course of, you know, just using and then it just becomes habitual then becomes addictive but a chemical is introduced into an otherwise sterile situation the brain reacts to that chemical and if it reacts in such a way that it releases a certain type of chem of other chemicals um serotonin dopamine dopamine is a biggie and if it does it in sufficient quantities then it will damage the receptors for those chemicals and then they will always crave more of whatever caused that reaction okay is a physiological response to a chemical that is the a okay there are different levels of addiction there is like there's psychological addiction all of them oh i don't even want to discount all of them horrible all of them difficult. I don't want to say that one is a different one level is different than the other. The, what I mean by levels is I mean that there are there are different um not levels in the term of higher and lower levels. I mean levels as far as what how they affect the brain. So there's a psychological addiction. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. Which is not related to a physiological reaction. It has nothing to do with body chemistry. It has to do with brain, uh, with, with habitual habits, and it has to do with repetitive uh, things, and it has to do with other um, psychological components such as uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, maybe manic depressivism, maybe there's other things, other components that are psychological that 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 drug or that response to the drug, it's really not the drug as much as the response to the drug. That that response to that drug fills that gap or that comfort zone to the point that it becomes, I need this drug, okay? And it feels very physical. It feels as physical as a physical addiction. In fact, there's really no distinction except for that it is not created by a chemical, uh, it's not created by a chemical addiction. It's not created by damaging a, a chemical uh, chain reaction is caused by a different mechanism okay so i'm no less strong of an addiction just caused by a different mechanism sometimes people tend to think that something that's caused by something physical like a you know this is caused because uh, i have a damaged gland 
Somehow that gives it more legitimacy than if it's caused by something mental. That's not the case, especially with addiction, okay? They're, they're equally horrible, equally difficult. I, when I talk about levels, I'm talking about the level of physically, how it's the mechanism, I guess. I should say there's different mechanisms, okay? So there's the, the, the psychological mechanism is very complicated, obviously, and um, it can have many components and it can be very extremely difficult. And when the drug is taken away, it can feel very physical. It can cause sickness. It can cause all kinds of things. So, but it's not being caused by a physical thing. It's being caused by a, a reaction mentally. Okay, that's the only difference. Okay, then there's like a that's a psychological addiction. And then there's like a like a dependency. Okay, a dependency is in the category of of psychological addiction and it can have components of physiological addiction as well. Because dependency means your body and mind become like literally unable to do the tasks or things that you do when you're on that drug. Okay, so if you're taking a drug for, and this can include drugs that are for benign things like blood pressure. So if you're taking a blood pressure medicine and that blood pressure medicine makes your blood pressure a certain thing and when you stop taking that, your blood pressure goes back to what it was before, you become dependent on that medicine to keep your blood pressure at what it's supposed to be. So that's a dependency. It has a, physio a physiological component, but it also, uh, you know, can have, it can also be, that's one mechanism. One example, it can also be the same with a psychologically triggered um, dependency, okay? So some people put marijuana into that category. I disagree, but people say that, you know, because the people, or like sleeping pills, you know, certain sleeping pills over the counter ones that are supposedly safe, people become psychologically dependent on it. Because once you start, well, it's a lot of things have to do with habit and behaviors. So there's that borderline of, there's a line where it becomes either a physical thing or a mental thing, but the, the, the reaction, the feeling is the same. You're not going to know. You, it doesn't matter to the person who's suffering. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. What makes a difference is the treatment, how to get off of it, and the ramifications of getting off of it. So I had taken restless legs medicines. There's a really good example. They have a psychological component and a physiological component because once you start taking it, it, it does things to your dopamine, and you become physically dependent on that artificial dopamine in order to have enough dopamine and you become psychologically dependent on it because you start to feel like if you don't take this drug you're you're the terror of not taking it becomes too overwhelming to even try to quit and so that's like a psychological slash um dependency okay it's not really an addiction because then you have addiction flat-out addiction, which has physiological and psychological components. Um, and that would be something that has chemically changed your body and that you now need 
that drug to exist and psychologically you you just it's all it's, it takes over it, it, it takes over parts of your brain it, it circumvents and there's a lot I have books and books and books of science about this okay I I was w working with a counselor for years that I have handouts and pamphlets and whatever that talk about the different chain reactions in the brain and the dopamine receptors and all that. So this is science. I'm not going to dissect the entire scientific thing for you. But the, w the point that I'm making... The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast iHeartRadio. If you like listening to the Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. Is that the person who is suffering with addiction, psychological, physiological dependency, addiction, um, Whatever you, whatever level or whatever mechanism by which they're suffering, methamphetamine, crack and meth, people's chances of recovery from that is so low already. And the type of help that they need is very costly and lengthy and it takes a long time. And if they're really addicted for a long time, they're going to almost need lifelong therapy. And so better spent than handing them out crack pipes, which make them sicker and sicker, better spent the money on increasing the availability of rehab and the better training of counselors. You know, I had trouble with a counselor because she was a racist because she was taught in critical race theory. And she told me every time I had a problem, I came to her and I had a, had, had a problem and my numbers weren't right. And she said I, uh, that I was experiencing white privilege, that my, my entire problem was based in white privilege. And how am I supposed to get counseling if somebody's going to blow off my whole experience to just being white? I'm not even white. I'm not even a white person. You know, my skin might be the color white or less dark than somebody who's not quote-unquote white, but my race is not white. So... Um, Anyways, I, I took it offensively and I did have to get another counselor because how am I going to work with somebody like that? Like you come to them with a problem. You're trying to get help. They tell you, well, that's just because you're white. Well, I'm sorry, but I can't. That's not something I can fix. First of all, I'm not white. Second of all, how can I fix that? You're telling me that I'm doomed? What kind of a counselor are you? You're a racist. So it caused me a lot of problems. So, you, you know, it's very important to get the right help. And the right trained person and that person is going to be busy because the good person is going to attract all the customers. And so um, better, I, I can't even believe that I'm having to explain this. But um, no, the answer is not pouring fuel onto the flame. It's just ridiculous. And I do not want, I cannot, there's not enough time in the world for me to go on my podcast and talk about how many things that I think are wrong with Joe Biden. But first of all, you know, this is, what do we do? I mean, we all know that the election was not legit. We all know it. Everybody knows it. There's evidence everywhere. It's pouring out like, it's like diarrhea of evidence. But then what? 
What do we do? You know what I mean? They, they quote unquote control the army. I have a different belief. It's way too long to go into at the end of this podcast, but I just can't believe that. I mean, I just, where the, the type of times that we're living in is so amazingly like a re, it's a repeat of a time before, but this is like on steroids and I'm not going to say it on my podcast because I don't want to get throttled. But we all know the time I'm referencing. It happened between the 1930s and 1940s. It happened in the middle of Europe. And, you know, being of a certain culture and a certain uh, ethnic background, I take offense to people trying to force vaccines on people, to people trying to mandate stuff, take away people's jobs, separate people. I find it highly, highly offensive. Highly offensive. Highly offensive. Any type of othering of you're you're not one of us, you know, the way I had bullying when I grew up. I mean, maybe this is God preparing me for something. I don't know. But when I was growing up as a kid, I was teased a lot. I was separated from the other kids. I didn't have a lot of friends. Okay. I had to learn. And it, it did not send me off into a good direction. I can tell you right now. It's taken me a lifetime to recover from it. Okay. And that's not because I'm some weak person. It's because I did not have the proper type of training to get over it. And so, um, you know, as a result, here I am. And, you know, having to talk it out on a podcast, I guess. But my my opinion is that I'm going to go back to the original topic. The idea, the very, I, I can't even believe that somebody would even consider Sending out crack pipes to addicts. I mean, I just can't. In my most wildest, crazy dreams, could not imagine that. I can't imagine it. And I can't imagine what addict is going to trust the government. Of course, addicts don't have good judgment at the time that they're addicted, which is not to say that they're not really smart. Like, I'm not saying addicts are stupid. I'm saying that there's a certain, a certain judgment that can't be trusted because while they're on drugs, they're under the influence of drugs, period and simple. And so um, I'm going to leave it at that for today. I think I've said enough. And, uh, you know, hopefully tomorrow something better will come. I'm, I'm not, I didn't wake up in a good mood today. I, my foot is in a huge amount of pain. I'm questioning a lot of the things that I'm doing in my life right now. I'm wondering if I'm supposed to do something different. If I'm just barking up a wrong tree or not. But usually when the doors open, that's what I follow the open doors, you know. So we'll see what happens. Today is not a hard day for me. I have a simple day music lesson. Maybe go to the gym. Maybe get some groceries and cook some dinner. That's about it. Tomorrow, Disney World Day. And so I don't feel like a lot of pressure. But I don't. My pain, my this pain in my foot and this restless legs problem. Can I just tell you, like, just to end my podcast on something, like the having. I try so hard to just you know find pleasure in the things that are pleasurable, and I had a good time at Disneyland yesterday. Not to don't get me wrong, but my foot hurts so badly that I end up standing on one foot for an hour and a half while I'm waiting in line. And then that puts a lot of pressure on that other foot. And then, you know, I don't mind waiting in line. Don't get me wrong. It's worth it at Disney World. I have a good time. But my foot becomes so sore 
that it really, it's not that I think I'm injuring it. It's just a disturbing, uncomfortable feeling. It doesn't stop. It's not restricted to just being when I'm there. It's, it hurts all the time anyway, so I may as well be at Disney World. But it just, it, it's very difficult to, it just, it's a, it's a change in the way that I have to think about comfort. All right. So that's all I'm going to say for today. And thank you for listening and have a good day. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.